0: Cough. Sink. <laughs> <Are> we... <laughs> no. All right. Um. Are, we do clap sync and then song cl- sink? Yeah. Is yeah, that bro. What we're doing? Okay. All right. Clap sink. Three, two, one. All right. And then we have another Spirit Fair track. All pulled up and ready. For those of you at home, it's called At Sea Spirit Fair OST by Max LL. One hour loop. McCoy will link it in the description. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's
1: really 50, 50. It is. (laughs) But also like this
2: time.
3: Yeah, I did. Nice.
2: Nice. I did. I I believe.
3: And then I, dude, I actually, dude, I was sitting there like, how much do I give a fuck? Do I just put this in the podcast? And I was like, no, McCoy, don't do that. But then I was like,
0: that just gives you more work.
3: (laughs) Well, but not a lot, but think about it. though. like, the thing is like, motherfucker's gonna be in their car. Like and if you're using your phone or you're in your car, you can't really play two audio things very well at yeah, the same no, time. you can't. And so like that was sad. Um,
4: yeah.
3: You could just perpetually switch back and forth and press play for each for a little bit. <laughs> <You> know, <just laughs> yeah. just, like, I think you that would really that.
1: ruin the zen experience we were going for. Yeah,
3: and yeah. potentially driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. All right, let's let's start the Spirit track then. In three, two. One click.
4: Mm.
0: Beautiful. Strong we got to come down
3: a little bit because James made an edging joke earlier and it was so funny.
0: <laughs> this is how we're going to start
3: involved. this
1: after starting this piano melody. <laughs> yeah, the, you can no, use some peaceful just, music on and then reference edging.
3: At the end of a long, hard day, <laughs> right? I'm not even doing that. You guys are doing it. <laughs>
1: no. no, you're doing it.
3: No, but I just think like if there's anything else that I want to come home to,
1: it's, it's a nice
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> anything that I find just really de-stresses me <laughs> is hanging out with some friends and making jokes and you know edging with friends <laughs> that's, that's the new oh, no. that's the new pandemic baby game right that like that like launches edge with friends
5: it's like draw Leo, oh my god yeah <laughs>
1: any game developers want to take that idea and run with it you know give us credit
3: yeah we i just want to i i just want my name to be and i'll pay for someone's patreon if necessary Uh, you know i'll pay for a a month or two just to have my name on the credits of something that's you know edge with friends you know (laughs) the new social experiment game
1: anyways
3: (sighs) it's a spirit fair
4: wait
1: we have to make Mm -hmm. zoe do the intro oh shit
0: Oh, in my in my my NPR voice. Okay. Welcome everybody to the Tyranny of Thumbs gaming podcast. We're just some friends who sometimes edge together, (laughs) sometimes not.
3: (laughs) Yo, did we mention that Microsoft was involved in this edging joke and it was really (laughs) funny? It was actually so good. boy
1: like, had to fully take his headphones off and like, like move around the room.
3: I had to fall out of my chair. Like, you, yeah. dude, yeah.
1: It was funny, but you guys didn't get to hear it, so bummer. Yeah, we bummer. were trying to and figure you know out
3: what? why the Edge browser is is named that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we 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 can't do the comedic timing justice, <laughs> can we? But it was just this. It was just this moment, like the. Uh, I can't, I can't. (laughs) But what I will say is just in the same experience as life, sometimes you miss out on what you wish you had been there for. And that's just what this podcast is going to give you the experience of, that wistful, longing desire to have heard that edging joke (laughs) that was made earlier. (laughs) And unfortunately, (laughs) sometimes in life, you know, when it goes by at the end of the day, you look back and you you wish you had been somewhere you weren't. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. But it's okay. Beautiful. Because you love the journey. And it's not about the destination, it is about arriving slowly.
4: We may I'm never trying, be I'm able to, get to move the, the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: I am sincerely sorry, like deeply actually sorry to everyone who loves this game. I came here for another chill episode. When something is that good, you cannot survive. But also,
1: like having the spirit fair music peacefully in the background as we just make just really poor taste edging jokes—it's really adding to my experience.
0: maybe the maybe the train will go back on the rails maybe it won't (laughs) we'll just have to find out stay tuned in to find out yeah Yeah, Yeah.
4: exactly oh Oh. man
0: but yeah Spearfare. fair week two yes everyone take a deep breath in deep breath out we played a second week of this and i don't know What were your guys' second week experiences like? Were they perhaps as calm as we spoke about with the first week? Were they maybe a little bit more frazzled with all of the item crafting and recipe finding? Or was it just simply, I don't know, did it become more annoying to play? Let's start with McCoy and Elena.
3: Okay. Well, so this, this week was actually really cool for us because we got to like really lean on i think one of this game's like hidden most absolutely best features ever which is just its local co-op flexibility because we started last week with i'm thinking about actually steady <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, we, no. we we start we no no, no. okay um jokes um we started last week though and i was the main character you know you get the privilege of like talking to people which is a very important thing in this game and so like it's one of those things that you kind of wish both players could talk to people but you can essentially do everything else from co-op but anyways we started with co-op right and i you know typically i i I take the main role so i can do all the saving and the menuing and just like i'm a little more familiar with that stuff but eventually it kind of became clear that actually this is kind of elena's domain you know this is kind of her zone yep and so we were like, shit, maybe we should switch. And every time you start the game, you can choose which controller is which. It doesn't lock anyone down to anything. And it, in fact, doesn't even lock you into co op mode. You can go in and out of co op mode if you want every time you launch into a save. So there were times when I'd be like, yo, Elena, you should just play by yourself. And she would take the main and she'd have both, and she got the single player experience. And then she would come back and be like, hey, I need, like, help, like, crafting this or I could use some help with this. And I would come in and I'd be the cat and I would help. And it's just, like, it's so fluid how you can do that. It's really honestly lovely.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was really, like, surprisingly easy to do.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Now I'm considering Uh, playing co-op with myself. I can have one hand on the keyboard and one on the controller. I think this can work.
3: (laughs) One hand on the keyboard. Because, I mean,
2: the smithy, like, really makes it worth it. <laughs> where the foundry just... with the like two uh air pumps. It's so mm-hmm. it's super annoying in single player because you're like running back and forth between the two. Yeah. To mm-hmm. press them and I had this like moment of epiphany where I was like, Oh this is for co op.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's always nice to, be, to have two people mm. pumping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 is it? Is it <laughs> oh. Sorry, I was just right there. No one was saying anything. <laughs> I held back
3: so <laughs> as long
1: as I could.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, you're trying so hard, but in the end?
5: Oh, dear. Um. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I play a lot of single... Par- it was interesting because we got to do it where I also sort of played this game on my laptop because McCoy would be using his computer. And so I got to experience like a more... I don't know. Just not playing this game on like a massive, super powered gaming PC. Um, it still runs. It works. It's not as pretty. Mm, it was laggy. L- it was laggy.
3: It was interesting. I remembered like back in the day. Like, if you want to see a really funny example of this, you can see our hype video for Bioshock or whatever. But like, do you guys remember back in the day when you'd play on your laptop and like, you you get it, you do it because fucking goddamn gamers are resourceful people and they'll they'll get shit done and they'll they'll adjust to input lag and they'll do whatever the hell it takes. It
1: wasn't me with Zoe.
3: Oh, I know. But I'm just saying that if you want to see what that Mm -hmm. footage looks like, you can look back on like, wow, my computer felt like that. Um, But what I'm trying to say is that like, what's really interesting is I know a lot of gamers that are specifically laptop gamers that have no confidence in themselves as gamers. And I would posit that part of that is because it's a really hard experience to be good on a laptop. Yeah. And not just hard as in a better person would do it better but actually like it's kind of an exercise in futility in in many ways um so like elena would come to me like yo this platforming puzzle is way harder this time around can you do it and i would try on the laptop and i i was able to get some of them but it was really really quite challenging uh to like, i could feel my brain like adjusting to the input lag being like okay just hit this button like a bunch earlier and then like movements a bunch earlier and it was there's a lot so. yeah
1: I definitely got the um the zip line ability this past week and navigating that on a laggy input or like a, like input lagged out laptop was difficult I think more than it would be on a normal computer but
3: but yeah. all this is to say like I had such a like a natural like old school McCoy and high school gamer feeling with this week of this game because I was just like once it started to do its second looper, it was like, hey, you need to go out there and get, like, more resources. They're kind of the same, but they have different names. I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I don't need to play this game anymore. And it was really cool. And I essentially handed it off mostly to Elena, who got to then go enjoy it. And I got to just be, like, supporting Fiddle every once in a while to help.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I don't know. I just think there's something truly amazing about that fluidity of that and just the fact that, like, this game is, is here for as much or as little as you want of it, truthfully. And it was there when I when I wanted the, the chill. And then when I was done, it was done. Yeah. So. That was our week. Yeah.
1: How about other people? How'd yeah, it go?
3: Pass to someone. Zoe. Nope.
1: Okay. Well, she started Rock the question. She started <laughs> the, no? of the
3: question. Okay, fine.
1: No, pass I'm to her. so sorry.
0: <laughs> well, it's just like, this is, come on. No, let's, let's hear from Let's hear from uh, Raphael.
2: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess... I had a few more moments. I guess I got a more diverse experience this week. I would say, so I had a few more moments where I I feel like I really connected with the chill vibe that the game was going for. Um, but I also had a lot more frustration with sort of the recurring irritations I had with the game, with like the uncancelable animations for things that are really long, um, like pulling things out of the oven, uh, doing the foundry. Uh, the log one, I actually, like, kind of got, but I'm still angry while I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> I I actually enjoyed the crusher. The crusher is therapeutic, surprisingly, even though it's just mashing one button. But, like, you got to time it right mm-hmm. so that you can mash it optimally. And then when it does, it crushes things.
3: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> um <laughs>
2: But also, uh, I mean, I think last week I had this a bit, too, where just, like, the game in general wasn't engaging enough to me. And I had a few moments uh, this time as well where I was just like, I, I feel so done. I want to play something that I, I am engaged with. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I-, I would rather go actually watch, like, uh, an educational YouTube video on something instead of playing yeah, this. 'Cause that would be more engaging. So yeah. Um I guess another like diverse point I had was one of the one of the stories actually made me tear up a little and one of the parts. Um with Ooh. Beverly, I guess, the the little owl lady.
0: Okay. We'll ask you about that. I think as we get to talking about characters. Um and then James, poor James. <laughs> How you doing out there, buddy?
5: <laughs> uh um I, uh, got sick again, uh, yay, um, I'm doing a lot better today, but I was not doing well yesterday, and I did not have a lot of time this week to play, so I played, like, a little bit, um, I got to, like, the first, uh, person send-off, <clears throat> um, which is kind of where we were supposed to get to last week, um, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I feel like I had a, a kind of a similar experience to Raphael, um, except less of it, I guess. Um, where, um, I don't know, little little things. The. I, I can't quite leave um, the part of my brain that's like, go as fast as possible and do as many things as you can um, behind and just, like, accept the the slow pace that the game wants you to work at um, because the game thinks it's relaxing or something. Um, and so all the all the little frustrations kind of build up together like when you miss on breaking some rocks not not oh, yeah, with the crusher the but like when you're when you're mining mm-hmm. um yeah. when you miss time that the the animation is like it feels like a punishment to me <laughs> like a dramatic punishment mm-hmm. and um all those little things. Um, So, yeah, Hmm. it's kind of where I'm at. Like half the time I'm like, wow, this is relaxing. And the other half of the time I'm like.
0: Yeah, there's something about like, yeah, it's like a mismatched cadence. I Mm. feel a lot of the time where I get into some sort of like flow state when I'm doing tasks around my boat. Um, but every so often there will be like either some sort of like animation that happens or even like, I I think maybe it's just in the way that I've constructed my boat. It's not very well optimized for easy navigation. I find myself sticking to ladders when I Mm -hmm. don't mean to and Mm -hmm. whatnot. And so it kind of breaks that flow state you get of jumping and flying and, you know, double jumping around. Yeah. Um. Which does get annoying at times, like especially when you're doing world events, like the yeah. uh, thunderstorms with the glass bottles, or like trying to catch uh, these like little gremlin things all around the ship for Stanley's event. Um, like, it's very hard for me to maneuver about, and they're like, "You should use your dash ability." I'm like, "I do dash, but when I dash and pass a ladder, my character sticks to it. <laughs> like, it's annoying." So, I mean, maybe that just means I need to construct my boat better, perhaps. Uh, But I do find that there's like a lot of those interruptions that kind of impede this kind of zen flow state that I like to have. Like in a way, I almost feel like constantly building structures on the boat has just made it so, I don't know, just so much more cluttered in a way. Like, it sounds bad, but I almost wish that you could demolish houses of people who've been released already. Mm-hmm. And while it sounds cruel to say that, it's just because what ends up happening is all these people that I've released, I put their houses at the the tippy top of my ship being like, okay, these need to be out of the way because <laughs> yep. this is not, you know, I, I don't need to see these houses whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> And so as a result, there's just kind of this hodgepodge of just abandoned buildings up at the top of my boat. But then I have like this beautiful thing of like, you know, the, 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 uh, the crusher next to the smithy that's next to the, you know, where you make the ingots and everything. So I'm like, Ooh, it's a perfect, you know, perfect assembly line of things that you can make and crush and, you know, make into sheets, um, but, yeah, like, at the same time, there's just so much clutter that I still haven't figured out how to, like, make pretty, I suppose.
2: I, I think, like, another thing is the shapes of the buildings are deliberately designed to make it difficult to fit them together. hmm Yeah.
4: hmm
1: Yeah, I definitely get I'm sure sense that you're y- not supposed... To. There, there must be a way to fit them together properly, but it's, like, really... It's a I, lot I more difficult there is. than was I, that I don't game think they so. drop things. No, you don't think that you're supposed to be able to? No. Well, so, Should like, on I, the subreddit I found, there's like, be somebody. very
2: yeah. good
3: arrangements, but there's always, like, a gap or two somewhere.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I love the premise of, like, walking by your fucking grandma's house and just being like, fucking God damn it, I wish this house was fucking gone.
1: <laughs> but, like, well, he's like, so always we said, like, you know, in the tone of the game, yeah, it's like, you kind of cruel to delete them but they really do right i think i'll probably all of us like put them up as high as humanly possible and then you gotta like yep. get up there sometimes for events because like lightning yeah like lightning or there's yeah. a bunch of other like lightning-esque events do um, you,
5: do you guys do the lightning event to farm materials or because it tells you to
0: um i i used to do it to farm for materials Mm -hmm. because if anything it also gave you glimmer glims. yeah like if if you ran out of glass bottles yeah and so i did that for money farming a lot of the time but nowadays like i actually think with most of the events these days i'm so stocked on a lot of materials that most of them i just say no to
4: yeah yeah
5: i'm like safe mode which i'm already like events from occurring tired of them and i'm like all right, I just want to skip this.
1: I will say that I had a really big change from playing it co-op with McCoy to playing mm-hmm. it by myself. When McCoy and I played it co-op, it was so much fun. Like, I loved the lightning event. I loved that, like, uh, whatever was, um, the big frog guy, tool, would, like, Gate would, like, really bust out his flute and just, like, rock out. And McCoy and I would be running around. And the, the cat... we have
3: zones, too, and shit, like...
1: we have zones. It was, like, great teamwork. And the cat, when the cat gets hit by lightning, it does, like, a zzzz, and it's all of its fur goes out. And it's hilarious. <laughs> like, that was so much fun. But then doing them um, by myself, which, one, I found that I got stuck in the buildings a lot more and had mm-hmm. a hard time because I had to cover more ground. And that was really unpleasant and frustrating, especially as someone who's not great at platforming or at controllers. Like, I just really struggle i struggle with them a lot more too as your boat grows and like it's just yeah it's unwieldy and so i i really enjoyed doing them as co-op but once i had to do them as a single player it was not nearly as delightful
3: yeah it's also just like a lot easier as co-op like there were a bunch of like lightning storms where it's like we just hit every single one without problem and i feel like that like lowers the stress of it and then maybe the frustration of like damn i missed that one because i was fucking over here it's like I mean, you missed some but, but you didn't have to platform mm-hmm. super fucking hard yeah all what's the name of the one where you get that? the
1: um the the rocks the like nebula the oh. pulsar oh or? yeah the pulsar ores i found that event
0: incredibly fr- like incredibly difficult i would get like three yeah that one that one's considerably frustrating like i would just try to like I decided to just focus on like one section of the ship, and I didn't even care if anything populated on the other side. I yeah. was like, "Whatever's gonna populate here is what I'm gonna catch," mm. which does like it's fine up until you get a certain spirit named Elena. Named Elena, actually, yep. what spirit. a bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who then is just like, "I have a task for you: catch thirteen of them." I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: so one of the things i did is i i put all of my uh previous occupants or previous spirits houses in the top right and then i have a zip line going from there to the bottom left and so Mm -hmm. that makes it really easy to traverse it can is i still get like a lot of the annoyances you're talking about where it's like randomly latching onto ladders uh but at least like once you get on the zip line it's it's pretty stable to Hmm. like zip up and down
1: Hmm. i haven't put any zip lines on my boat maybe that's what i need to do
0: yeah i really haven't put any of the ship upgrades that like complement the abilities you get so yeah the fan or the zip line. and at one point you get like an umbrella to bounce on yeah the fan one's okay
2: uh the bounce almost useless it has a platform right above it so you can only bounce once and you'll land on the platform so oh i oh. i don't know this... if there's like some pro strat to it that i haven't figured out but
5: it doesn't Does the bouncing get
2: better in the world?
5: Like, I I haven't <laughs> unlocked an ability related to the bounce, but it, it feels atrociously bad to me.
1: Yeah, you unlock an <clears> ability <throat> that lets you bounce higher off bouncy things. So you get oh. kind of like a super jump.
3: There's a cute dialogue about it, too, where someone's like, you could try bouncing on that. And they're like, never mind. You're going to need something else unlocked. <laughs> ah, Like, oh,
5: all right. So, yeah got it right because like but yeah, I mean I, before before you get that ability like the bounce just is like Ugh.
0: it doesn't feel good yeah whatsoever I, I actually only just discovered that like even when you have the bounce ability like you can jump even higher if you have it go on longer like I thought it was mm-hmm. just one big jump that you could get but actually if you bounce on it for a very long time you can actually get like your your distance gets higher and higher each oh, time really mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah i've got a platforming thing i need to go back to <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't figure out how to get on top of a building but i bet that's it
3: but mm-hmm. then the real spirit for his essence is do you need to go back
1: yeah i probably don't need to go back <laughs> up to you that might be like the one recipe that i really need
3: do you want to go back
1: maybe then cool
3: sounds nice
0: yeah yeah, I guess I I find myself conflicted with 100%ing areas and then kind of having this, like, fuck it mentality of just, like, okay, what's, what's lost is lost. Like, I have found myself going back to a lot of the islands I've already traversed now that, like, my repertoire of abilities has expanded. But at the same time, um, I feel like a lot of the trips are either annoying because a lot of those secrets are very well hidden Mm -hmm. in the world um so then like wasting time just searching for them just kind of feels I feel like that's stuff that's reserved for like new game plus like perhaps that's reserved for once you've released all the spirits and maybe have completed the quote-unquote main story like to go back to um I don't know I found myself also getting just kind of annoyed with Not necessarily the main people's quests actually there's one particular spirit that i'll talk about later that annoyed the fuck out of me but like a lot of the i guess the i think they call them shenanigans in the log like i was a little bit i was just starting to get annoyed with just how simple they were but how much distance you always had to traverse to get like I don't know, having conversations between two, like, shades, I'll call them, where it's, like, you go to one and they're, like, talk to my brother in this city. You go over to that city. Well, you can tell my brother that I said this. And then you have mm-hmm. to traverse back mm-hmm. and then you have to talk. Well, you can tell my brother that I said this. I'm, like, dude, just pick up a phone. Like, for yeah. fuck's sake. A letter. <laughs>
1: like,
3: it's so funny, it's, too, in open world games how they solve that because, like, that's a problem, right? That's an annoyance.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But then they're, like, what if we gave you fast travel? But then, if you get fast travel, think about how ridiculously silly that scenario is. It's like talk to person, fast travel, talk to person, fast travel, talk to person, fast travel, talk to person, fast travel. And then you're like, why am I even doing this at all? Mm-hmm. Good question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good question. And,
2: well, like, sure, at least the rewards aren't, game, aren't too big. The fast travel is balanced by having to endure the seal music.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Unless you tell them to shut up, I suppose. <laughs>
2: yeah which is balanced by him being upset with you Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. emotional very balance true. i like it
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> dude I, f- I feel that way okay wait <laughs> i will say one thing i do feel that way in, in Elden ring though very quickly where people are like because you can go to the merchants right you can buy shit like arrows and flaming arrows and every once in a while a merchant will have something they can sell infinite of and when you're later in the game you have so much money that you can buy you know 900 arrows if you wanted to try the bow out and i see these people on on the subreddit that just have the emotional balance doesn't matter to them. And all they do is just walk around killing all the merchants because then when you kill the merchants, you can get their shop in the round table hold instead of having to go out there into the world. And I'm like, man, that is so fucking convenient. And yet I just I don't think I can kill all these fucking like that's 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 the emotional balance, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize it was so powerful, but I just don't think I can do it, so
4: yeah.
0: Well, especially when you tell him, like, when you tell Alex to shut up, Alex is just like, okay, deep breaths. Do what your mother taught you. Take deep breaths. You know, they're just being bullies. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, Alex. I just didn't want to listen to that. No, he's
3: emotionally fucking abusing you or whatever. And that's not the right word. He's emotionally, like, coercing you by
0: manipulating. manipulating. (laughs) Sorry,
3: that's a way better and way less. Uh, But yeah. Because like your music actually sucks. That's the reality of the circumstance. It's actually annoying to me. And when I say that to you in a kind way, it is important that you don't shatter mentally. Um, and the fact that you're threatening that, I think, is, did your mother tell you to do that? Is what I'm trying to say. You know, this is this is starting to get devious. Uh, I think so. Something to consider. Why does he? Yeah. Why can he torture us like that? You know, why does he make us feel <laughs> bad like that? I
1: don't know. He doesn't play music for me anymore, and. He seems okay about it. It's gotten over it. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, I guess, speaking of emotional coercion, do we want to talk about some of these spirits that we've taken on? Which ones we've uh, absolutely despised and tried to get off as fast as possible? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, so I Damn, you really hate guys so the, much, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, so, so the first week, I think I had a crew that was relatively, like... I don't want to say good-mannered, but, like, they were all pretty likable people. Like, I think Gwen Gwen just kind of seemed like that friend who was, like, clearly, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I think, Raphael, you said last week that you couldn't relate to Gwen's story, and I couldn't really either, but there was nothing about Gwen's presence on the ship, I guess, that, like, felt all that annoying. Mm-hmm. And this second week, I have picked up a couple people that i either feel wildly uncomfortable like going through the motions of feeding and hugging and trying to make happy or i just like absolutely despise them and like have tried to just streamline their quest line just to get them to the ever and get them off my boat yeah can you not just I drop them just off at
3: the ever like they say get in you're just like and
2: <laughs>
0: <You're> ever <gone. laughs> no
2: they they have to like offer the option because you have to say like are you ready to go before mm-hmm. they'll, they'll actually come with you oh
0: right and i think like i guess to specifically get like that there's there's a couple passengers that are like this i think the first time it really occurred to me was with giovanni who is this uh black lion mm-hmm. that you pick up he is astrid's husband yep estranged husband
1: right
0: a, yeah estranged husband he's known to be quite the like quite the lover like he he's sleeping around he's a woman with everyone yeah he's essentially a womanizer and walking up to him and having the audacity to hug him on the boat i was just like i feel i feel wrong <laughs> doing this but like also like it was kind of a habit at that point for me to be like here's your food here's a hug um Especially with, I guess, Astrid on the boat, right? Because there's just a couple story beats where Astrid's just like, I knew you were sleeping around. I'm like, let me go over here and hug your husband. <laughs> like, I'm <sorry. laughs> Yeah, I know he's
1: been cheating on you while you are on the boat to the underworld, but
0: um, I gonna give him a hug anyways.
3: <laughs> but isn't she trying to make it up or not, not make it, not make it up as if she didn't, but make up, right? Like at least that's what she was sort of hinting at at first is like she was excited to see him and
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she so basically you missed it on all, but like oh, nice. basically you go find him, mm-hmm. you get him on the boat, and then he's like sneaking off the boat at night to go be with other ladies.
3: He is. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And so
1: and then like at one point Astro comes up was like, Can you just like follow him? Like something's not right. Like I don't think he's sleeping in his bed and you follow him and it's like nah bummer
3: you find him with other ladies that's hilarious
2: and then you can choose to tell her not yeah i i chose to tell her and then she got mad about it like why would you tell me i'm like you you literally asked me to
4: <laughs> right
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i was choosing paragon <laughs> 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 it was in blue
3: yeah also why would you tell me is a really strange way to
1: well, yeah, it like anger. she she also like she asks you to go find out so
4: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah so that so that was a very that was a very like i guess weird one for me at first where like as soon as giovanni's like i think i want to go to every i'm like yes you are sir <laughs> like right mm-hmm. this way He's <laughs> <Yeah>,
3: like... <laughs> always like googling shit like late at night like can i kill a spirit <laughs> <laughs> i mean i thought that at least he was like a
2: colorful character like yeah his, yeah. his lines and stuff were were fun um, like, it. W- I, I just, was just giving him all of the stimulants. <laughs> 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 that is, like, tea and coffee and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I
1: also okay. thought his animations were really fun, like, his expressions were fun. Mm-hmm. I thought they did an edge up on that. But, yeah, it's a they, story beat. They do the, uh, necessary. like,
0: he does the Lion King, like, Hukuna Matata, like, head sway walk. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. noticed. Like, mm. it, it definitely looks like it's modeled off of the... Uh, off of the lion king with yeah how and i he think the way around.
2: he'll like put his paw out and flex his claws and then like flip it the other way and inspect it and that's very like scar from the lion king as well
0: oh you're right yeah yeah and it's it's i guess it's another one of those things as well because like a lot of these characters act certain ways but then they have like very dark backstories yeah um which always also leaves me rather conflicted. I guess not so much in Giovanni's case. Because you find later, like, Giovanni, he's, like, this World War II veteran who's seen some shit. Like, he he saw friends die in front of him. He's, like, basically been in the trenches and he saw the worst of it. And so you're like, okay, cool. You're still a womanizer and you're still hurting your wife. But, like, cool, I guess. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you want me to say about this. Like. I don't know, like like I said, it just leaves me in that very, like, conflicted state. I think another one where that really happened, the one, the, the duo that I've hated the most is Bruce and Mickey. I can't oh. stand those two. Well, they're two. always <laughs> in
1: your way. They block everything. So, I guess for context, like, Bruce and Mickey are, or Bruno? What's Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. It's a... Like super trolly it's a it, like a giant oxen, and then his brother is a hummingbird that like lifts him and flies him around by a piece <laughs> of rope that's attached around the brother, the oxen, okay. and they're like mobsters, basically
3: <laughs> okay
0: they they definitely but, talk like it, yeah, And they want to talk about slow the other people yeah they're they're essentially bullies as well i swear every yeah. anytime i talk to like anybody on my boat after they came ashore they always had a negative mood perk which was just like feels bullied by bruce and mickey i'm like
1: fuck <laughs> they're <laughs> just like these really unpleasant like mobster style characters but they also they're huge and they apparently at least at this point i haven't gotten rid of them they're kind of new to my boat they, like, refuse to sleep indoors, and so they're just out. They're, like, laying over the place, and you like, can't get into things because of them. Like, they'll block the door <laughs> to your garden.
2: Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I, I did not experience that at all.
1: Yeah, I've had that quite a bit.
2: I wonder if it's just, like, like I- the layout of my ship that they don't want to sleep I in do, front of
1: it. Yeah, I do. I keep my, like, gardens and things on the bottom floor, because I like to just, like, go down a row of them in the mornings or at night, actually, when everyone's asleep. Yeah, I and do so too. I I think they like to sleep on that deck.
2: Hmm. For me, they ended up like going up to the top right a lot. Weird. And hanging I mean, out with the derelict houses.
0: Hmm. I don't know, like I didn't have a problem getting into places with them blocking it. However, like once you get into a building, their shadow blocks your sight line inside, like whatever you're trying to work. So like they would definitely like be right in front of the gauge for like making ingots. So I never knew, Mm -hmm. like, the status of where my ingots were at or, like, (laughs) how much more, like, pressure I needed to do. So I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Not to mention, like, you want to talk about slow animations. Like, whenever you try and talk to Bruce and Mickey and they're not facing you, the whole Mm -hmm. animation of Mickey, like, dragging Bruce around (laughs) and sitting in front. Like, I honestly feel they intentionally made them as annoying as possible to really get on your nerves. Yes, I, sounds like. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by that because not to mention that but then also like their food preferences are like our food needs to have exactly two ingredients and Bruce can't have shellfish of any kind mm-hmm. and I look in my recipe like inventory and that's every single dish that I had I'm like oh fuck well I guess I'm gonna make fruit parfait for you again like that's all I have and then yeah
3: so you're telling me this week for spirit fair they wanted to really like highlight the idea that it was all well and nice that you were doing this the first week but this is a job <laughs> and you're supposed to hate some of it you're not
1: going to like all your clients man right exactly and that
0: I was mean, just like like yeah, you I are guess. essentially
3: whatever the spirit fair or
4: some, I definitely
0: felt yeah. very underappreciated by them I felt very gaslit by them very used I don't know mm-hmm. like not to mention, a lot of their quest lines are just like, "Yo, like, harvest a hundred peaches for me," and you start harvesting peaches, and you go, and "They're like, did I say peaches? I meant to say tuna," and you're like, "No, you definitely said peaches because my fucking quest log said peaches. Mm-hmm. The quest log never lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what the fuck."
3: I do love and, the fact you that know, this developer gets and they're still this. like,
0: oh, do you want to hug this person? I'm like, no. This person fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, yeah, you don't have to. Fuck them. Don't hug them. But it does a cute, like, double hug
2: when you do. The hummingbird comes down and hugs me, like Bruce, too. It's true.
3: If you <laughs> hug extra, does the hum- hummingbird get strangled or what? <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the hummingbird is not involved in your hug. You're, wow. you're both hugging Bruce, I guess.
1: You both hug the big oxen.
3: Oh, I see, I see. That's another ridiculously <laughs> cute thing that happens in co op, you guys. When you're running around and you both try to interact with the same thing at the same time, you can interact with each other and you just hug each other.
1: That's so cute.
3: So you you're like both trying to get out of a building and then it's all just Oh. Well. Yeah. And then you're like, Okay, we gotta have a system about this. One of us needs to open the <laughs> fucking door. <And> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I don't know, it just sounds like yeah, they wanted to make some annoying people and they wanted to like have reasons to to work harder because it's it's actually kind of easy to make people happy for the most part yeah like mm-hmm. they just wanted to make it har- harder i don't know It's it's funny that that a developer can do this they can make a game that intentionally puts frustrating elements in and then they just essentially like make it a person and now you hate that person but mm-hmm. i don't you know, I don't I, I see through.
1: You see you hate the developer. Yeah, exactly. Saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well
2: I mean to to offer another perspective. Like I agree about some of the annoying animations and like him blocking things, but I thought he was an entertaining character at least. And I thought it was refreshing that to have somebody who wasn't just like oh, I had a good life, but am I really happy?
3: Like that's how all of the other characters came off to me.
4: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
3: And I do love how, like, the story is sort of told, too, at least, like, from the parts that I saw, where you're, like, in the middle of doing something and then someone wants to talk. And then you're sort of, like, having, like, a chill zen moment. Like, you just fished. The music is chilling, right? Mm-hmm. And then it'll just be like, hmm, I regret things. You're like, oh, boy. Just, <laughs> like, they just, like, start sending you. Because you're just trying to progress, I feel like, you know, when you're in that, like, mindset of just, like, okay, like, I gotta mark this off my list. This on my
5: list and, like, That's when oh, I, I guess mark-. started practicing speed reading.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And by that I mean mashing as fast as I can. <laughs> James is just saying
3: out loud, "Ah, sounds sad." As he presses the button over and over and over again. I see. I see.
5: Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, okay. And you're you have regrets about your life, and you had a difficult relationship with your father. And all right, and the end. Thank God. All right. Yeah. You're like, well, too um, late now. <laughs>
4: Should
5: have thought um, about that while you were alive. Yeah. Exactly um seems kind yeah i mean they also do like other little annoying things like a new person is added to your like ship and they put them on the exact opposite side of the ever increasingly large boat Mm -hmm. from where you get back on the boat and so you have to like run all the way across the boat to talk to this new person and then you probably have to run all the way back as they like slowly walk towards some place that they're going on your boat. Um, yeah, it's just little things like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I feel like all those like little things didn't bug me because I don't play as many games as you guys do and I, I don't know I don't I didn't get that sense of like, oh I need the oven to like open faster. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff didn't didn't rub me wrong.
5: Hmm. I'm I'm Are really happy. To the,
1: no? Okay. <laughs> All right. No, I wasn't going back to anything. Um
3: Yeah, we'll just leave that one. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes, we will leave
1: it. Yeah, let's leave it. Don't touch it. Okay. Um
5: Edging again. Um
1: fully forgotten my turn of thought.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm really glad that, that the little like time. Um. The the like the like waste of time mechanics didn't bother you, yeah. Um, like the animations, it's like yeah, we made cute animations that take an extra second longer on every action. Um, they're really trying to fight the spamming mentality. Mm-hmm. They're well, really trying to okay. like hit the button. They okay. were cute,
3: but like, please let me cancel them.
5: It's like a forty-hour game. Like, what are you doing?
1: Um. <laughs> I will also say, I just this week. Like I find it much less enjoyable to play as Stella as opposed to the cat.
4: Hmm, why is that? The cat's <laughs>
1: just better. I mean, it's like a very hmm. strict upgrade.
5: The cat's water traversal is incredible. The
1: cat's water yeah. traversal is incredible. Their I, jump I, I is way better. I wanted to play as
5: the cat, and I didn't even think about multiplayer because of the water traversal. Like, whenever... I get on the water, and the cat's just, like, casually following me, and I'm, like, struggling through the water. Cat's, mm-hmm. like, faster. It's like, what is going on? Yes, that's true in co-op, too. Did yeah, the cat actually why don't faster, you just, too. Why didn't they just make the swimming animation go faster? I don't know. Because they hate you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Faster is not
1: always better, James. Sometimes you really want to stretch things out. No okay. take your time with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> See where it gets you. Uh huh. All so right.
2: Another aspect of the game. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh That I did did think was really interesting was like is the release oh. of
5: the spirits. Of the spirits. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know,
2: well, you, well it actually, that. kind of touches on that. Oh, um, it touches it like, on
5: that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be really careful.
1: <laughs> Let the man speak, you guys.
2: <laughs> so you know how like you end up with their houses that that stick around and you yeah. can't get rid of them. I think, like, part of what they were trying to go for in this game was, like, to have... Actually, it's, like, really well illustrated in, in fact, the the track that we've been listening to this entire time. You see, like, in the clouds behind the ship are various, like, characters. And so, like, mm. they've left the ship, but they're still with you mm-hmm. in some way. And yeah. so, like, one of the ways they do that is with, like, the favorite foods. And so, when I'm like, well, I better give Giovanni a stimulant because he loves stimulants. <laughs> and like, well i don't want to give him coffee because coffee is gwen's favorite food right and then i'm like oh wait but gwen's gone
3: right
4: mm-hmm.
2: and so i think they they want they want you to like be thinking about the the characters that have passed on and i think that is actually an aspect of the game that's really well done
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh, i mean they mm-hmm. do the same thing with the different events like I had to go back or I guess I didn't have to, but I went through an area that had a thunderstorm recently. And like Summer's been off my boat for a while. But to but I was going through a, like thunderstorm area and all of a sudden I started getting like it's notice there was something above me and I went up to Summer's house and that's how you start the event if you want it mm. to happen again. Um mm. that's not right. I don't think it was Summer's Anyways. It's a tool's house. There you go. Um
2: I actually miss a tool.
1: Yeah. I love a tool. Yeah, he might be my favorite anyways. So, but like, I think that's like a nice way to do it too. If like you keep the house and then when you want that, you know, the thing that they were, that they taught you or they were special for, you go to their house to do it, which is nice.
3: That's sad as fuck. Yeah. All right.
0: I mean, I think there's that. Like, yeah, I think that's the main reason why I help like all of those dragons. Like, and that's for Summer. Like, cause Summer always yeah, like talked about how concerned she was for like the quartz dragons and like there's a bunch of them throughout the world that you can encounter Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. like whenever i come across i feel like that's the only event that i don't skip just because i feel like it's very like i don't know it's very against what summer would want at at some point like i don't know even when a tool was on my boat i would skip some of the lightning stuff and then feel bad when he's like okay like i guess we won't i'm like i'm sorry I just don't want to do this again. I need to keep these glass bottles a tool. I can't. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think that's very nice. I, I did want to touch on, um, like Raphael, you said that you did feel like a very emotional connection to like Beverly's story and whatnot. Um, like I Kind of felt the same way with alice's story i think yeah alice is the like... one that i i felt mm-hmm. right because alice's i for me alice was like the first i guess quote unquote like old lady character that you encounter who's like genuinely like a grandmother character to the player And she, like, has this cute little cottage, and she has all these cute little, like, grandma-like accessories Mm -hmm. in her house with a wardrobe. And I don't know, just watching her decline um, throughout her, like, her whole storyline on the boat was probably some of the hardest stuff that I've had to do. Like, especially when it's like, okay, like, you've built her house, like, so high up, you need to relocate it lower like, on the ground floor because she can't move up there anymore. And you're yeah. like, that makes sense, but it hurts. Mm-hmm. My organization. <laughs> it was a perfect iteration.
3: Yeah, that's what <laughs> hurts the organization, yeah. Right in the
1: organization. <laughs> <laughs> that one. I thought, too, one thing they did really well with her was when... Because um, eventually, so you need to move her her house down to the, the deck because she can't do, can't do ladders. And then at some point, you have to help her... Back every night because otherwise she'll just stay on the deck. She won't like remember to go oh, back geez. and she can't walk by herself. So you have to like help her places, but so. Um, but what they do is, like, you do this, like, linking arm animation, and then you just have to walk really slowly because she's this little old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it's thought that was her. an example of them using, like, slowing the game down that had a lot of effect. And to, like, the, la- the last time you walk her when she's like, okay, I'm ready, and you take her to the everdoor, you have to walk her all the way from, like, the prow of the boat to the stern of the boat. It's this, like, long walk. Um, so, yeah.
0: That, I thought that it's was like I, well um... done yeah it's like i i almost wish that every character maybe not necessarily the slow walking but i wish there was just some sort of escort animation for everyone that has to leave Mm -hmm. on the boat um i don't know just to make it more cinematic i suppose to make it more timely um Especially since you have to, like, meet the person at their house when they say they're ready to go, and it feels awkward to just sprint towards the boat yeah. afterwards, like, with the exception of Alice, like, it feels very awkward to be like, all right, sweet, meet you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I'm you can actually, kind of, like, like <laughs> get on the boat and, like, hit X and, like, go without
1: them, and they just kind of appear in it when you get right, there.
3: Which is what we were doing at one point, which is, like, we were like, cop, you can like, be super split, so one person could be in the boat already. So you just say yes, and then oh, instant shit. teleport. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Wow. Which was like, whoa, levels of shit. But yeah, yeah, kind of BM. But it's it's kind of it's kind <laughs> yeah, awesome. it a
1: little wrong in that context.
3: Yeah,
5: but same also the efficiency too. though. It's
4: the
1: so The
3: efficiency of control, and then you just I'm, there. I'm behind <clears> it. Yeah, and then you just literally sit there like, we? Why? Why do we have so many goddamn resources?
1: Basically, with so many.
3: Yeah, because you do the same thing with like sleeping too. Like, at the end of the day, you know, whatever, I'd, like, be in the bed, or basically, and Elena would be like, all right, I'm ready, and I would just, like, teleport her to the bed
5: from
1: mm-hmm.
5: wherever she was. I
1: wish we had that <laughs> in real life.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That'd be a great feature for humanity.
5: Mm-hmm. Bed teleportation?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Hell yeah. You know what's really sad, though? If bed teleportation existed, then somehow it would become the cultural norm for people to work until they're exactly exhausted and then teleport to skip the commute, but straight to their bed. You know what I'm saying, yeah,
5: you know, oh, no. Look, interesting. Longer. Interesting. Yeah, right. I hate right. it. Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. McCoy,
2: I think you need to write a sci fi book about this now. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in fact the law.
3: Yeah,
2: <clears throat>
4: but yeah, I can just say the word. Man.
3: <laughs> oh man,
4: <laughs>
1: oh man, the edge of
3: tomorrow. Fuck, <laughs> that's the name of the fucking book, dude.
2: Elena, you were saying. I was oh. gonna
1: ask. I haven't met Beverly yet, so do you want to tell us about her and and what what she's got going on?
2: So actually, she's got a bit of a similar arc to Alice, uh, and that part actually wasn't the part that uh, got to me. I guess uh, she has a a part. She has this mechanic where you build a an archive house for her, like in addition to her normal house, hmm. and you get um. They're basically like project slide projector slides and you'll you'll go out and find them in the world and you bring them back and then she like reminisces about what what is being shown and one of the parts of her backstory is like uh she married uh a math teacher was her husband for a short time and she was like well uh i was the love of his life but he wasn't with me long enough for him to be the love of mine hmm and that that was the the part that actually got to be that's I guess.
1: devastating. I hear that. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and her her back. I mean, her whole like I guess character arc throughout the game is also just very, like the the reminiscing is just very like poignant, and then especially like her main, I guess the main thing that happens a lot of the time is that. At the very get-go, she asks you to build a house for her. But then as the game goes on, like, she'll reopen that quest for you, being like, I need a house built for me. And you have to remind her, like, I've already built one for you. And then she's like, oh, I see. Like, yeah, how silly of me. I realize my house is right here. Why would I ask such a thing? Like, she gets just very confused. Mm -hmm. And, you know, her dementia is kind of settling in. Or her Alzheimer's. And so it's just very very sad to also see that sort of i guess decline that she just keeps on opening up like one particular quest for you over and over um Hmm. yeah
1: yeah it's like it's almost hard to i don't know i'm trying to figure out if i think the lesson that they were trying to go for with some of these less likable characters is that like every it's it's everybody you Know it's not just like the little grandmas who everyone loves, or the you know, it's also the Giovannis of the world, or the um, the Brunos and, and Mickey's mm-hmm. of the world who like mm-hmm. take this journey to the underworlds and mm-hmm. who deserve compassion and all of that. I don't know if that's the tone they wanted to take, or if they just wanted to break it up a little bit because there were too many sad grandmas with Alzheimer's, but um. I need to it's take a like
3: out of Freebird Games is blocked. There can never be enough sad characters. Yeah, never. In a video <laughs> okay.
0: um, yeah, I mean, like Bruce and Mickey's storyline ended up having like a very, very pivotal climax, I suppose, where it was Steady. the fact that McCoy, stop, <laughs> <laughs> but get it together. But come <laughs> on. All right. But where basically the whole reason why Bruce isn't talking the entire game is not because he's the strong silent type, but because he's been gone for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he is basically like he as a brother has been dead for Mickey for like, I think it says that Bruce died in like a horrific car accident, like some drunken driving accident that he died and Mickey is just trying hard to live without his brother. But clearly with the symbolism of Mickey dragging him around, like, literal dead weight. Yeah. Like, this is the memory that Bruce has on Mickey. Um, which is just a little sad because at that point with that story beat hit, I'm like, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, still really obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I think, like, that's where, like... I think I just really started to pay attention also to just, like, these, like, how the animals, like, or how the characters themselves, like, hold themselves and how they, like, move about the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I really like that whole visual aspect of this little hummingbird just dragging around this huge-ass oxen just everywhere and realizing that this is probably, like, the weight that he's bearing because the loss is just that big for him. Mm-hmm. um and that i don't know that 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 really like hit me and unfortunately like that that thing was revealed to me like right before they asked me to take them to the everdor mm-hmm. um and i feel like for me i don't know if it's because i'm just talking to them at the wrong times but a lot of these characters reveal these things to me right before they like ask to be gone from the game forever. And, like, a part of me wishes, like, more of that story was fleshed out. But, I don't know. I think maybe at the same time, like, that is just how... Maybe that's just how things are. Where it's, like, I don't know. You, you figure something out and then and then they're gone. And you just have to live with that, like, little tidbit of information. I, think... I guess I just wished I had more from, like, uh, Bruce and Mickey's story after hearing that tidbit.
2: I think it it's kind of how i mean it's like them relieving their final burdens and that's when they become ready to move on Mm -hmm. so like in Mm -hmm. the setting of the game it makes sense but i i hear i i I really hear you on like i wish that like i could have a poignant moment with them before (laughs) before that and then like have the relationship continue to build or something or like yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a way that like you we did get in like pyre or something
1: right yeah. I mean, it does sound like maybe then what they're going for is sort of like that everybody has a backstory, like, everyone deserves compassion type of approach to some of these characters. Or yeah. even though when you first meet them in kind of the outset, they're, like, difficult to deal with and kind of obnoxious and all of that. Like, they have something else going on. Um,
3: right. And I suspect they'll also be memorable when they're gone. And, like, even the alleviation of the annoyance will be felt,
4: mm-hmm. you
3: know where you don't have to do that right. shit anymore. you'd be like, oh yeah, like I, f- I feel like that's something very human, is that like sometimes annoying things like stick with us in a weird way after they're gone of like right, yeah, just like things might feel extra easy, I don't know, yeah, I've definitely felt that, so
0: hmm. has anybody met Stanley yet?
2: Now? No yes
3: what do you think about
2: stanley
0: stanley makes me sad (laughs) uh mainly because stanley like it's this odd seed that you plant in the garden and a mushroom grows from it and he becomes stanley um and stanley is clearly a child spirit oh and for me i think what's what was hard for me like discovering about him it's all very innocent what he reveals to you and i think like it really hit me at one point where he asks you to he's like go fetch me a fokinage and you're like okay, I have no idea what a fokinage is. And it says that in your quest log of fetch a fokinage. And you're like, I have no idea what this is. (laughs) Then he describes it to you. You realize it's an egg. And then you realize it's not like I was pronouncing it wrong. It's not fokinage. It's fucking eggs. And it's, he's like, that's how my mom pronounces it. Every time I ask her, she's like, here's your fucking eggs. Mm -hmm. Like, basically. Mm And it's i don't know that really like i honestly think that was like a the most powerful moment in a game where something just so innocently was revealed to me and yet it explained so much about stanley and his home life and his family's story and like i immediately like went to hug him afterwards because i'm just like you poor child <laughs> like you poor thing um not to mention, just Stanley is just su- i I thought he was such a fun character only because he had just this sort of like wonderment throughout the ship where, like, a lot of his quest lines is like where he gives you crap and asks you to put it in a bunch of your own contraptions. So, like, he has you put leaks in your loom to see what, like, comes out of mm-hmm. that. He asks you to put, like, an old shoe in the forge, like, asks you to you know pound up a lot of apples just to see what would happen and so it's just all a bunch of like experimental stuff trial and error trying to figure out like what actually works what doesn't and i don't know that that sort of child wonderment but also with him revealing like how this same sort of wonderment is what got on his mom's nerves Hmm. a lot of the time like i don't know it just it felt really powerful to me
2: now I feel bad because he got on my nerves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Raphael is the one to go like, here's your fucking eggs.
3: <laughs> Damn.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I to be honest, I, I could see why that's the case. Only because also another thing that Stanley does is he follows you around the ship because he wants to be just like you. So he'll just like tag team mm-hmm. and follow you everywhere.
2: Well, it was also, like, his his writing and his lines and stuff that were annoying to me. Mm. Um, I'm not sure I can really narrow it
5: down more than that. Sometimes kids are annoying, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, he does, like, take over the guest house and make it his own house. So you have to make a second guest house just because he commandeered the one that you have. Damn. That was a little annoying.
3: <laughs> this game has like such clever ways of using its systems. Like there's like a systems game here and now they're like they do it's I mean, we've already talked about like four instances, I swear already, of like interesting quests and like weird like like items are wrong in the quest or like you you know, you hear something and then it writes in the quest log a certain way and it's a different thing, or mm-hmm. you have to build another guest house or they they I feel like they really just have such a interesting way of like Having that, like, calm, like, what you would expect these systems and tools to be used for and then, like, playing off that to sort of just have someone have extra character or, like, depth or interesting or uniqueness to them. That sounds really cool.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: By the way, you all may want to set your Spirit uh, Spiritfarer soundtrack to loop, right?
1: I was also eyeing it. I was eyeing it, it's too. getting close.
5: I did that right <laughs> at the beginning.
1: Wow.
0: James is oh, just on geez. it. on point.
5: I remembered from last week.
2: Well, last week it was 10 hours, so we didn't need to loop it. What?
5: You already looped it? Yeah. I thought it was one hour. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Because I thought it looped... It doesn't matter. This is the least important. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should really find out. No, wait. Okay. All right.
2: Oh, wait. No, it was one hour. You're right.
5: I think... Yeah, I re- I I I really like some things about the stories that you guys have been telling about the the characters that I have yet to meet in this game. Um and I feel like you telling those stories to me makes me feel a lot more empathy for these characters than what I would have had like actually playing meeting them in the game. Um mm-hmm which is interesting i i feel like that kind of happens to me a lot in games but then there's like some games that really draw me in um but man that stanley thing that's that's devastating (laughs) yeah
2: i i didn't get that when i read it and did the quest so thank you wow
0: but i think that's that's another thing though so like i i will admit like with bruce and mickey that sort of storyline i had to kind of i i had to look up on the wiki exactly what the story was because i i agree with you james sometimes i get through like um like dialogue progression like i I sometimes do it way too fast Mm -hmm. um and especially when it came to bruce and mickey considering the fact that Like, 80% of Bruce and Mickey's lines are just verbally abusing you. I did find myself just, like, quick, um, you know, trying to get past them as quick as possible. Because I'm like, yeah, I know. I suck. I'm bad at my job. I'm not doing a good job. I'm the worst person ever. Like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. And as I'm, like, doing this at one point, I see, like, one line just flip past. That's clearly the story of, like... Mickey dying in this car or of uh, Bruce dying in this car crash and I was like whoa slowing down I'm like I missed some shit Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I'm
0: like okay now I actually have to pay attention and so I did have to look that up on the wiki like afterward just being like wait what is their backstory exactly because yeah I think I think it's very easy sometimes to get into that kind of like fast progression mindset um at times especially with certain characters like and I think especially when it becomes characters specifically that like I don't like where like that's where that fast progression goes I'm missing a lot of the character development in that way Mm -hmm. um yeah so I guess I mean to say like I guess like (laughs) don't don't mind that I guess it happens to everyone and even i had to even go back and like look back on some of these characters dude you know
3: what it is part of it is i mean there's many factors one of which is obviously it's in text and stuff and like i feel like we're all just speed readers these days but but part of it is like it feels like what happens when my mom like calls me in the middle of a work day and just wants to Mm -hmm. talk about some random shit i'm like yo i hear that but right now i'm working and i feel like there's a lot of that for some of these storylines where it's like you're just in the middle mm-hmm. of trying to like cook some random shit and like do this other thing and then like wait i gotta go over here and then you're talking to someone and then all of a sudden they're like having that sort of talk you would love to have on a deck like just chilling at the end of the day or whatever mm-hmm. or on a weekend right and they're just having that with you then and it, i think it's kind of hard to like switch like mentally mm-hmm. also
1: yeah i always thought that was stardew valley too actually like, Stardew Valley was a game that I played with, like, this long list of a comp- like things I wanted to get done, and, like, spreadsheets, and pl- garden plans, and I just never really got into any of the stories in that game, even though I know from, like, reading about it, and, like, looking at the, the subreddit, like, people like the stories in that game, um, but to me, they were just never... They were never why I played that game, and they were never all that interesting to me. And I guess maybe that's, I think, part of why is, like, I was I was looking at that game as, like, I enjoy the gardening sim here and the mining, and I have a list of things to do, and I'm not really interested in the character development that's happening here. Mm-hmm. I think that's similar to this mm-hmm. in some ways.
3: But, like, yeah. you know,
4: mm-hmm.
3: when it comes to the Everdor, right, when you're releasing someone, I mean, like... I feel like no one's hard mashing that in the same way. You know what I mean? It's well, like right speak time. for yourself. Okay, James, you're I mean... fucking you're a <laughs> lunatic, <Olympic>, bro. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> nothing is happening.
2: I, I progress through it at the rate that I read it, and it's clearly timed out for a specific speed of reading, and so yeah. it tends to on most of them I've ended up with like just long pauses where it's like we're paddling.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: oh that makes a lot of sense because the last people I took I was like wow we're just really paddling for a long time at the end of this but I bet that's why
5: that's (laughs) I mean that's certainly why Um, but then also like at the end of the you like go and play the guitar and like pictures form does that happen for everybody I've only done one of these Yes. Yep. Or no uh, oh,
2: it doesn't happen for every spirit you release. Oh it okay. happens a specific number of times.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It's like the ones that you knew in real life or something? No. Huh. Um, Alright, sure.
2: I think it's at, at specific counts of people that you have released.
5: Oh okay.
4: Mhm.
5: Hmm. Um That didn't do it for me. <laughs> i was like oh that's kind of nice all right let's keep going
3: i feel like this is not the game that's gonna do it for you that arc
2: comes to a point where it makes sense and it the sense i'm getting on it like i see the end but i have not yet reached it and the sense i'm getting on it is that it's very similar to each of the characters arcs where it's like you're kind of indifferent slash annoyed most of for most of them until the end and then you're like oh now I understand. I get it now. And then they're gone, right? Um, and so I think that's how that arc is also set up. That yeah, that's which seems, is a that seems
5: right. Yeah. Um. I think, I think that's part of it, and I think that the choices that they made about how they deliver the story make it harder for me to engage with it. Um. Like, for example, the the speed, the text um like types itself out and the quantity of text per per like button click um yeah those things like actively like hurt they they like cause psychic damage to me like (laughs) i just don't (laughs) i they make me want to mash Um, like if it, if it gave me, maybe it's, if it gave me more, maybe it's something else. Um, but, uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't really mesh with my brain all that well. Um, in terms of actually like taking in this story. Um, so yeah, but I, I also think, I mean, like, I'm not engaging in this game in the way that they want me to in the first place. So, um, like with, with the attitude of like, let's, let's take this in, let's relax, let's play as much of it as you want in a setting, in a, in a sitting and then, and then put it down and then kind of come back and then put it down. Um, that didn't. It didn't feel like that was how I was able to play it because, like, I only had a, a very small number of hours this week and last week that I was actually like available to play, <laughs> um, and so I was kind of trying to get as much done as I could, and that's like very much the opposite of this game. So like I wasn't coming at it, you know, with the right mindset. As well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Music's dope. <laughs> it's, it's, I was going to say. It sounds to me that. Ratings are. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Coming in. Let's do it. No. Mm. <laughs> sure. Mm. I mean like James. I feel like you like set yourself up. For, oh like, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Right there.
5: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to give this game a meh, I think. Um, like, I, I think it's fine, but it wasn't, it wasn't where I was at, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it, um... Put together a, a number of things that was it was like it did it did everything okay um but i i don't know i kind of bounced off it i think so meh um and the music is very good for what it's doing but i i, I didn't love it i didn't love the the music mini game either where like where you, you played the guitar for the plants. Um, this is coming love from some. I the so-
0: cat singing during that. So
5: <laughs> <laughs> cute. I I yeah, didn't really yeah, like God that does song working co-op. actually.
3: Uh um, it working, co-op? One person just does it. Yeah, you know, I don't. I made. But I also
1: might have just like missed the cue, and I still can't figure out how to play guitar. So. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know what button huh. it is to play. You
2: you hold. The inventory button. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, because I bet. I bet if I had done that, I would have been able to sing with you.
3: I see. I will say, like, the best shit though was watching Elena accidentally press that button while I was somewhere else, and it was just like she just she didn't even realize what was going on, and so she's just missing (laughs) every single thing, and it sounds fucking horrifyingly bad. (laughs) Just like, it's like every note's wrong, and I'm just like, Elena. She's like, what? Like you're you're playing this. Oh fuck! That's what's that? like, just like. Oh, it was, it was horrifying.
5: Um, but yeah.
2: Sorry, I didn't mean to derail
5: the rest of James. If you. No, haven't. I'm I'm pretty done. That's fine. <laughs> Emotionally, physically. Emotionally done. <laughs> physically done. Yeah. Fair.
3: Well, James, it'll yeah. be nice to hear that your life will be less crazy.
5: You know? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. um who's next uh rafael so
4: hmm.
2: i guess i, I want to say this is a tough game to rate but i feel like i've said that a lot and maybe that just means i'm really bad at reading things um but anyway so i have like a lot of conflicting uh opinions of this game i guess like i think the the general mechanics are, are actually things that i enjoy um like i enjoy the farming aspect i enjoy the crafting i enjoy the like building relationships with the characters and sailing around in the sea um and i i think that the the arcs that they've set up and the the vibe that they're going for is is good and i think what makes it so frustrating to me is actually just that i can see it in a better place in my like in in my imagination of what the game could be like i could see it being a much better game but it's not there Mm. and so and that like that that statement alone is is really hard to generate a rating from um But yeah, so it's it's got things that annoyed me. It's got things that it did I think it did individually really well like the the music and the art and the animations are great aside from the fact that you can't cancel the animations. Um <laughs> and the writing as a whole was not where I wanted it to be for a game that was trying to do what this game is trying to do. Um I think it had some moments that landed, but a lot of it just felt really overwritten. It's just like too too much dialogue that wasn't really doing anything for the game. Hmm. Um, overall, I guess, give it a one thumb in that it's sort of like, there's definitely strong positives here, but there's also... Fairly strong negatives and where it falls out, I think, depends on how much you care about each of those factors. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Definitely. It's very personal, right? Like, I feel like someone could easily see all of what you're saying and then be like, but I just don't feel that way. I like this sort of stuff. And you're like, fair. Mm -hmm. And in fact, like that game in your head, that is, it would be a lot better for you, but probably for some it wouldn't be better for. And so... That's just, like, the nature of it.
4: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess I'll pass to Elena.
1: Nice.
2: Actually, is Elena valid until the end? No, Elena's, Elena's
5: Elena's
1: it's Elena's pick. Okay. I see. I I have been banned.
3: You've been banned? (laughs) Yeah.
4: I I
0: guess uh, Zoe. (laughs) Okay. Um. I'm going to probably end up giving this game a one thumb as well. Um, I really enjoyed my time playing with it. Um, at the same time, like, I do understand, like, the annoyances. And like I said, like, there's there's a lot of... I, I would like to describe it as there's a lot of high highs and a, very, a lot of low lows that I felt playing this game. Like annoyances that would stack up um either from ship people that were like having to remind me of what my quest log was saying like every single day where I'm like yes I know I just need nebula fiber just give me a minute (laughs) like (laughs) or like I don't know just simply just not being able to effectively manage like when I wanted to be chill versus really wanted to grind I kind of find found myself to be all over with this game um and maybe that faults on me but at the same time I feel like this game really introduced a lot of systems that kind of conflicted um with whether I wanted to be zen or not and maybe the like maybe at the end of the day maybe i just needed to stay zen and just ignore every time someone came up to me and reminded me that they needed shit done and just had been okay with like stalling out a little bit longer but i think ultimately how it ended up working out for me is that i would streamline a character's quest like a, a character storyline so fast that they would be on and off my ship and what is seemingly record time only because they were the only person i focused on and therefore i didn't get to know some characters enough um or it also ended up that like a character's quest line was like needing something that was or needing like a a resource that i just didn't know how to get so they were on my ship for a very long time but also kind of being neglected in a sense that like I couldn't I couldn't uh progress their quest line um, in a timely manner. So I don't know. like I felt like I was really struggling with like timeliness with everybody's. Um, that being said, like, like I said with a lot of the spirits, like their their storylines did affect me, and I did find their character arcs to be very compelling and very poignant. Um, I enjoyed kind of getting getting into the weeds of what you know what their grievances were what their regrets were um, you know kind of their backstory i i did find a lot of that to be very interesting and at times like very sad um so i think at the end of the day like I'll probably continue to play this game like I'm at 80% completion like I'll probably get these last spirits that I have like off the boat. And I'm curious to see like, if this game just kind of continues and you just don't pick up any spirits, or if there is some sort of like soft end where there's just simply nothing left to do like, um, like control. Where technically you can continue playing and finishing up some quests, but then otherwise there's just nothing to do. It does look like, you know, Spirit Fair has been just releasing new spirits every couple of months mm-hmm. or so that you like. I guess try to find and play their quest line for. Um, So I'd be interested to see if they just stopped with that or if they're going to maybe continue to do more.
2: They they stopped. I I think the farewell edition was, they were saying like they are giving a farewell to the game. Uh Aha. This was their final content update.
0: Well, there you go. But yeah, so then it probably will be something where I'll get these last spirits off and then I myself will be giving a farewell to this game. But I think overall it's a one thumb, but I'd say it's a very strong one thumb. So I will pass off to McCoy and Elena then. I guess McCoy first.
3: Yeah, very specifically me first because there's goddamn rules around here. Um, <laughs> that's right. It's that's not right. the Wild West. It's not the Wild West out here.
0: Um,
3: I'm the wrong guy for this type of game, truthfully. Uh, don't I like the Zen vibe that this game hints at but i find the actual game to be not zen pretty much at all and like that kind of offends me just as a concept you know because i was actually enjoying the moments of fishing and chilling and being like yeah well then. i'm like let's just go fish and talk about whatever but i think there's a, a lot of tenants of more modern game design of like keeping things moving and keeping switching things up what you want to be doing in variety and all this sorts of stuff and you know small quests and it's just very like bite-sized and fast and uh i don't know what is a zen game i haven't played one yet really maybe red dead is the closest i got um just a weird thing to say but if you played red dead you'd probably understand um was abzu not a zen game
1: well, I was controlling Abzu, so nothing about that experience was Zen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Funny, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not hugely into, like, these sorts of games. I feel like I could, like, enjoy a Stardew Valley or something like that. But I don't know. Like, it was the most fun I had this game was when I was allowed to not engage with most of it. Where I was allowed to just have tasks and chill. Your job today is do this and that. Simple stuff which i actually appreciate and that's kind of fun um and definitely the drop-in co-op is like just insane bro it's so cool like really really nice stuff two controllers on pc no problem something some things have problems doing that i I, I mean maybe it's better than the modern day but definitely like pc's had issues with local co-op um i don't know but for me though it's not it's just not it's just not for me um And so I balance that with like, there is a lot of quality here. You know, it's not like, I don't know. It's I feel like yeah, if this is for you, then that's a wonderful thing. You know what I mean? It's just very clearly not for me. And so, I mean, we mess. We recommended this to to Matt and his girlfriend, who've been who like apparently do some co-op gaming and stuff like that. Uh, like they did like what Pokemon and a couple other things. I mean, at this point too, they could have done all sorts of shit. I haven't really checked in on that. I haven't followed their gaming habits closely, Mm -hmm. uh, as of the last two years, but like still like they play a lot of stuff and this game has a really nice, I'm going to say in quotes girlfriend mode, which is funny because I ended up being the girlfriend, um, by the end, which I think is hilarious. Um, but it really does. It's just like a nice thing. So, so like, I feel like there's a lot of places you could use this game, like circumstances you could use this game, uh, in your life where it could be appropriate. Uh, Just for me, though, I think it doesn't end up being strong in any of the areas I actually want it to be necessarily like I wanted I would either want it to be like more story focused or more like building resource focused or more Zen focused. But I kind of find that they all just sort of like act as ways to keep changing it up. To sort of keep you going in it. And I totally get that people like that. I personally like hate that. Because I find that to be not zen. I find that to be. Much much more. Like the sort of all over the place. How can I. can keep your attention longest by. Just. Essentially sending you more notifications about random shit. Kind of style. Um. So I don't know. I think for me it's probably a meh. I think. but. But that doesn't necessarily mean I wouldn't recommend it to people. I definitely would. There are plenty of people that I think this would be good for, um, and can find a lot of value with it. So it's just like, it's trying to, you know, be respectful, but also being honest to myself at the same time, which is like, not for me, bro. So, yeah. Elena, do you want to tell us the real answer now?
1: I don't think I have the real answer. Um, I guess I want to start by... I, I feel like the first week that we played this game, my initial reaction was just that I was incredibly relieved that it didn't suck. Mm-hmm. The last, like, three games that I've bought myself on Steam, I have returned within, like, an hour or two of gameplay. Like, I've just been really bad in the past year of choosing games for myself to play that weren't just god-awful. Um, and so
5: what are some examples
1: um what is that game called is it ooblets i don't know like little round plant oh you mean slime rancher no no i'm Uh, I'm just kidding i don't i think it might be called there's been a couple i mean
3: all of your games to me have like the same name and premise because they're like they're like pick a thing and then pick like so it'd be like Parkosaurus, or it'd be like yeah, Parkosaurus. Actually, I played I played no. like a
1: decent amount of Parkosaurus. That's not an awful game, but it's not a good game. <laughs> it's um, a good game. But yeah, I, there's just been something where like I I don't know if it's that I don't totally understand the genre that I actually enjoy. Because it's kind of funny like what we play in the podcast. The games that I enjoy are not genres I would pick for myself. But I also think I've been like really searching for like a Stardew Valley type clone, and a lot of like Farmville I tried, truly awful. Really bad. <laughs>
3: I tried
4: Farmville or not
1: Farmville? Farm no Farming Simulator 2022 or something okay, like that. Okay, that's so different. Because as a kid, that's I played. So different. Sorry, than... it really Holy is. Holy fuck! I'm really dude. tired, you guys. Um, <laughs> shout out to Keenan's brother for getting married. That was a good wedding. And for Keenan for weekend. drinking you
3: under the table. Yep.
1: Fuck you, Keenan.
3: Don't worry, he's also under <laughs> the table as well. Oh, he's more under than I am. Thank <laughs> you
1: very much. But the point is, like, I, as a kid, I played Farming Simulator, and so I like tried that again. Horrific. Returned. Um, yeah, I really want to say this game is called Ooblets. If anyone's played it right in or something like that, it's, it was, it was really not for me. I really didn't like it. Um, so I just like had the past bunch of games that I bought myself, I have hated. And right. so Spirit Fair was like a really nice breath of fresh air where I was like, oh, this one doesn't suck. This is kind of what I want in a game. It has a lot of the mechanics and like the flow that I enjoy. Um, I like that sort of like Stardew Valley-esque thing where there's just constantly stuff to do. There's always a to-do list. You never finish it. It's just like this constant cycle of like, what am I going to go get next? What am I going to go do next? I going mean, I want to build this thing. How do I get this resource? I really enjoy that flow. And although I agree that I don't think Spiritfarer does it in the best way, I almost feel like I've played enough for, like, the really bad versions of this game at this point that I'm, like, willing to go. This is great for me. Um, it's not as hardcore as I think, like, some of the ones that Rockwell plays. Like, where I can definitely see, like, yeah, it, it gets um, monotonous and it requires you to do the same things over and over again. But I managed to kind of, like, tune out a lot of the the small annoyances that I think other people really felt with this game like, the long animations, or even just, like, people bugging you about stuff, or even just, like, the quest lines in general, I, like, will get a quest from, like, Giovanni and be, like, sweet dude, I'll get to that when I get to that. I'm rolling over here. And so I think what i have been enjoying about this game is kind of just, like, sailing a boat around and doing some, like, gardening and some fishing, and if I feel like it, get tool going and we go do some lightning bolts for, like, really no reason except for that I am kind of I just it's it's nice and so in that way like I've enjoyed this game and I found the stories to be not overwhelmingly compelling like I think that for sure this game doesn't touch something like Pyre which I keep comparing it to in terms of its writing and just sort of like what it's trying to do like these stories don't get any more close to that for me and I don't love all the characters, and I haven't found their storylines to be particularly poignant overall, although I think they have some really, like, lovely, poignant moments. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, like, it's clearly not a gold star, right? Like, this game falls way short of that for me. But I have found it refreshing to have a game that I enjoy playing, just, like, me and a controller and my occasionally McCoy having to come in and co-op some shit because I can't figure out how to do those platforming puzzles on the dragons to save my life um that's been nice and i've enjoyed it so i don't know i feel like it's it's definitely in the like strong one thumb to two thumb range for me and i think i'm just gonna give it to because i think it deserves it and i feel like i'll play more of it at some point Of just i've really enjoyed me at the, the end of a long work day like sitting on a giant beanbag chair listening to this music and vibing with this game and i think i've had a place of like Zen with it that, like, McCoy just described. Like, and it's not Zen for a lot of people. Like, some people don't find it Zen to have a long to-do list that never ends. But I guess I kind of do. I don't know. <laughs> Two thumbs up. It didn't suck. Nice. Thank God.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch out
1: for I'll Elena's sure block
0: the... might be real bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although, I'm not I'm not really sure. I, I've heard which one is good. I'm excited to play your block. So...
3: I mean, you joke, but that might just have been the right answer.
2: Well, I'm I'm excited, about, about Witchwood and Potioncraft, and Wildermyth, I'm like I, I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'm like curious. Yeah,
1: I'm curious about all of them, but we're just gonna have to see. Because again, my track record has been truly abysmal. And but then like I like, picked up Halo, and I was like, I fucking love this game. Right. But there has been I don't know if because I've been exposed to so many more games recently too. Like in the past, since I've like really. I guess things like the pandemic, and I really started coming on the podcast essentially full time. Thanks for letting me be a full time guest. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just play a lot more games now, but somehow it's really fucked with my ability to choose games. Like, really badly. So.
3: If know. it makes you feel any better, you were never actually good at choosing games.
1: That does not make me feel better. <laughs>
0: but thank you. You're fucking welcome. <laughs>
3: Sorry, I just. No, it's just, it's, it's just say what you will. It's just something I've noted forever.
1: I found Stardew Valley.
3: Yeah, no, no, it's not the, okay, yeah, yeah, you've never, it's not that you're incapable. It's just that there's a lot of instances where you, like, I will show you a game and I'll be like, well, first of all, I'll be like, here's 10 reasons why we should play this game, specifically together. And you'll be like, cool, show me a trailer. And I'll be like, I don't think the trailer really does it justice. It's like, well, let me watch the trailer. And then you watch the trailer and you're like, let's not play this game. And it was not just let's not just play this game. It was literally, like, multiple years of, like, Nah. There's no way that could be a good game. We mm-hmm. eventually played that together. Fucking love that shit. Like, so it's just one of those things of
5: Examples?
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think. What was that? What was there was a co op game that we like, saw we like Doesn't sound of it.
5: like it's a real story. Yeah,
3: no, it, but it's from many years ago. <clears throat> do you remember that? Do you remember? Talking about Atlanta? There was like there was a game we didn't play for years, co op wise.
1: Uh no.
3: Was it? Um, the only one
1: I can think of is Remnant, but Was it Remnant? That okay. was a great game and I think we played it right away.
3: Yeah, I don't think it was Remnant. That is a fantastic co-op game. Yeah, really good. Uh huh. Um, it's but it's like Souls like esque, so it's like you have to be like willing to like kind of dodge and stuff.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well, I feel like if there's something that you should check out, Elena, mm-hmm. my mom has been going on about Core Keeper. Oh, I don't know if you've heard of it. She's like it's like Stardew Valley, but my, like in a mine. I guess.
2: Say the name again. Core Keeper.
0: Core Keeper. Core keeper. keeper. Is it like Slime Ranger, but with cores? Like I mean, my mom, core like, as, keeper? as soon as Mama Steam started playing it, she was like, you guys need to play this for the podcast sometime, and I just looked at her Steam hours. She, she got this game like a month ago, I think, and she currently has 143 hours on record right, for Core Keeper, wow. which is unheard of for her oh hey and she's played doki doki for 0. 0.8 hours way to go oh, that's <laughs> the right amount of hours for that game to she was like get me out of here
3: also if she likes 0. 0.8 hours, hours. Long, try elden ring <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that might just yeah. bring us to the
5: final don't okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> James could sense what was about
4: to happen <laughs> James, James,
3: very sensitive. The rest James of us couldn't alright well geez uh, textbook how do you ruin the moment I don't know but you know what that's just the flavor of our podcast if you don't like that flavor you're probably
1: right and if you but- don't like that flavor you probably got out way before now because we weren't real hard on it earlier Real. and then we backed off for a hard. while we've- but
4: now we're back <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, this is unreal, bro. Mailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> if you hated all of the jokes in this episode, uh, write in at tyrannyofthumbs at gmail dot com.
3: Yeah, give us five stars. Yep. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh. That
5: too.